last time where I said, you know, uh, a godly man is, is, women feel safe, okay, when you get married. I told you that. It was very important that we talk about men's day, right? Yeah, so I was wanted to encourage men to be godly. Follow the Lord and you'll be blessed. And, and your wife will be blessed too. <laughs> okay, um, so that's one thing. And uh, next month in April, uh, we talk about evangelism, right? In April, I gave my life to the Lord 46 years ago. I was a college student. Somebody came to share gospel with me. And the same thing I'm going to be training you. You know, if, because of those people who came to talk to me. I came from another religious background, I'll tell you. Because I have received the message. I didn't say yes immediately. It took me another year. But the point is, the seed was planted. Uh, we don't convert anybody as the Holy Spirit does. But the, all God says, be my witness and take the message. Okay? So, very important. So, uh, last three weeks I've been following. You were told why we do this and what is evangelism. And uh, Let me ask you, can you tell me two or three things you learned in the last three Sundays? Just, 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 what stands out for you? Just, just kind of short. Uh, that evangelism is for everyone, and it doesn't mean you have to be a pastor or an evangelist to go out and preach to people about evangelism. Okay. It's everyone who can do it. Everyone, yeah. Anyone, anything else you learn? Yes. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Veto, right? I got yes, your name. thank you. That evangelism is you telling your story of how God saved you. Tell your story, and everybody is witness. Okay, one more. Okay, in the back. The greatest gift that you can ever give anyone is the gift of Jesus Christ. Wonderful. My, the, the, the founder of Crew, he passed away. He said, what is the greatest thing ever happened to you? Besides finding a wonderful man or woman, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so what's the greatest things happen to you? What would you say? Finding Jesus. So what would be the greatest things you can do for someone else? Help them to know Jesus because the eternity, the whole eternity. Okay, thank you, sister. You said the same thing. Now, I'm not going to take much of your time. Today, I my reason to be here to teach you how to communicate this gospel. Not what or why, how to. I'm a teacher, I'm not a preacher, so uh, I, I was a lecturer in Nairobi School of Theology, so I, I give the same training what I'm going doing to you today, okay? So, uh, Sister Yaveto, could you give a copy to one, everyone? And someone can help her. Everybody gets a copy. Okay. Uh, while she does, why, this book is wonderful. Uh, 70 years ago, the founder of Crew, he used to pr 
memorize the gospel. And then, then after 10 years, somebody said, why don't you put the gospel in a small booklet? And that revolutionized. So because you and I cannot remember everything. So this booklet is designed such a way small so I can put in my pocket. Do you see that? And you can put in your purse. You know, you cannot carry Bible everywhere. Uh, this booklet has four important truths. It's a summary of the gospel. So I'm going to show you how to do, share the gospel in a nice way. In the last 40 years, I share gospel with many, many. I don't think anybody said, I, am, uh, I feel offended. You do it in a positive way. All right? You don't go, so someone say, hey, you need Jesus, you are a sinner, and I'm going to fix you up. <laughs> you, lo you lost that. Okay, so, uh, okay, I'm, uh, usually, I'm, usually I talk to a person. Let's say I'm going to create a, a person named Sammy, okay? I'm talking to Sammy. So usually I go to Sammy, or if you have a somebody, you can say Judy or somebody, okay, in your workplace or school. Usually I say, Sammy, what can I, what would you like to, I'd like to pray for you. What would you like to ask Jesus? Okay? I didn't say, well, tell me what I can pray. I said, what would you like to ask Jesus? You see the point here? You know, uh, in the Bible, the blind man comes to Jesus. He says, hey, so Jesus said, what can I do for you? Don't assume that people want to be healed. Let them tell you. So, what would you like to ask Jesus? So, so I can pray with Sammy, you know, fine. Then I can say to Sammy, hey, Sammy, let me tell you my story. All right? So, I will take two or three minutes. In your story, you tell about what was your life look like before you met Jesus. And how did you come to know Jesus? And what happens? For example, I would talk to Sammy. I said, Sammy, you know... I grew up in a very religious family, and I was very religious, and I was, uh, uh, I was self-righteous, <laughs> you know, and, and I wanted to please God, and I was very devoted to my religion, and I was, when you, I was more like a Pharisee, okay, and to talk to Sammy, and I'll tell him that my attitude was other people, I would put them down because I, I, was, I was living a very moral, upright life. You know, Pharisees, they do that, right? So I would say I was like that. I tried to win my way to heaven. Then one day I went to, you know, I went to college. Somebody shared Christ, Christ with me. I came to know. I came from a Muslim background, so you understand that. So, so I, I, I began to learn about Jesus in the process. And then after one, and a year, uh, one year, I said, I come to know Christ. No, I mean, How? I said, you know, after knowing Jesus died for me and he gave me eternal life, I couldn't find any reason to say no to him. So finally, it dawns on me that it's the right thing to do. So I invited Jesus in my life. And instead of trying to be, earn my way to heaven, I just relax. My sins are forgiven. I have eternal life. I got joy. I am set free. You know, alcohol, drug addicts, they want to be set free. So I was set free from religion, okay? It was my addiction. <laughs> so I said, yeah, Sammy, does it make sense to you? I'm talking to Sammy now. He said, yeah, that's good. I said, Sammy, do you have, 
would you have an interest in knowing how you can know Jesus? You see what I'm talking about? Sammy said, yeah, i like to know. I would say, okay, Sammy, I have a little booklet. Uh, let me share with you how you can discover, uh, you know, a relationship with Jesus. So, okay, now, I'm going to read to you. You follow me, okay? This is how to know God personally. So, now, let me review. What did I do first with Sammy? No, before that? A prayer, a prayer, you know, a prayer show kind of love and care. Then I share my story. So you can do that, don't you? Th- three minutes, don't go for half hour, you lost them. <laughs> In my story, I told them how was my life like before, how did I know Jesus, and how, what Jesus made for me. What did Jesus do for me? He set me free, right? Okay, good. So now I'm transitioned to this booklet now. See, Sammy is very curious to know about my life. Now he wants to know, hey, what's the secret? <laughs> so the secret is here. This is the recipe. Would you like to know God personally? Of course, yeah. So I'm talking to Sammy now. I said, you know, um, on a page three, yeah? He said, God loves you. And created you to know him personally. He has a wonderful plan for your life. God's love, God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God's plan, this is eternal life that they may know the only true God and Jesus whom you have sent. Okay, stop here. Then I would ask Sammy, Sammy, what do you like the best about in these verses? What do you think? Listen, all right? Listen. Don't go and preach. Listen first. So, what would you think he would tell me? He said, God loves you. Oh, that's great. He created me? I'm important, isn't it? Something like that. So, you're having a conversation, not a preaching time, right? You involve in the discussion. I tell you, this approach is very wonderful. You will have fun time even learning about this person. Okay, you're having a conversation. Hey, God likes you. It's a very positive, isn't it? Okay, Sammy, okay, God loves you and prime. What's your problem? What is, let's go and look to the next page. So we go to the next page. Um, okay, the next page, you can read the, say, you know, problem is people are sinful, isn't it? And separated from God, and we cannot know him and personally and experience his love and plan. So people are sinful. What does that mean? I will talk about that. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and people are created to have fellowship with God, but because of your stubborn self-will, we chose to go our independent and fellowship with God was broken. This self will characterize an attitude of active rebellion or passive indifference, is evidence for the, what the Bible calls sin, and people are separated for the wages of sin is death. It's spiritual separation from God. So, so in this diagram, we illustrate that God is holy and the people are sinful. A great gulf separates the two. The arrow illustrates the people are continually trying to reach God, like I was trying, establish personal relationship with him through our own efforts, such as good life, philosophy, religion, but we inevitably fail. So you stop here, and in your conversation, I would ask Sammy, Sammy, uh, 
what did you, what do you think? What is the problem here? Look at the diagram, what do you think? Let, can you explain to me what's the problem? I'm engaging him to tell me, right? Instead of me telling him. So we're having a conversation about that. Then he would have said, me, what do you think the sin is? How is sin is defined here? It doesn't say about sin is like a getting drunk or committing adultery. Sin is more than that, isn't it? Okay. So um, let me stop here. Uh, now, I want you to find a partner, okay? Someone you can just, and uh, you do the same thing what I do right now. Uh, read it and ask question. We will do that for the, we have a, these are four points. So we have point number one, God's, you talk about God's love. And point number two about, uh, you know, man is sinful. So just, just start, say, um, just start from the page three and read it and ask question. And then go to the next page, okay? And do that to page uh, five, okay? And ask question a little bit. But don't go into too much detail. So let's find someone you can talk to and use this booklet. This is how you're going to practice. Because practice, the more you practice, you know, it will give you confidence. Okay? So go ahead. Okay, uh, let's move on. Now, we have, in our conversation, we talk about God's love. And our conversation, we talk about the problem, isn't it? The problem is not religion, it's us. So that's why... Then you go to the third point, say, you know, um, what is the solution? So let me share with you. You go to the uh, point number three. It says, God responds, Jesus Christ is God's only provision for our sin. Through him alone, we can know God personally and experience God's love and plan. He died in our place. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And he rose from the dead. Christ died for our sins. He was buried. He was raised. And the third day, according to the scriptures, he appeared to Peter and then to 12. After that, he appeared to more than 500 people. And he is the only way to God. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but except through me. And in this diagram, look at that. This shows that God has breached the gulf, separate us from him by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross in our place to pay the penalty for our sins. Stop here and ask a question. Uh, say, what do you like most about this, what we read? You get some feedback, all right? And then ask the question, why? Okay? He might have a lot of theological questions and things like that, but... Just listen, okay? Don't give answer. <laughs> yeah. So you, our job is to listen more and talk less. And you know when you do that, they appreciate you. They said, you know, you're not con come here to convert me. You're trying to listen to me. People have problems. They have heard. They want to tell you. And here the positive is Jesus is the way. Let them tell you why. That's why I read those scriptures and things. Uh, so... And I asked him, what do you see in the diagram? Jesus bridged the gap between us, isn't it? Okay. Okay, now, take a one or two minutes. Go quickly through this one.
read it so I want you to get more familiar with this booklet, okay? Take your time, uh, two minutes. Okay, um, because of time, I'm gonna move a little faster, okay? I'm just giving you the idea how to do it. So we are talking about Jesus is the way, so what? What should I do now? Do you take the person and say, what do you think? Yeah, Jesus is the way. Are you, you know, they may have an opinion or whatever it is. And then you go to the next page and say, you know, what do we do? And that tells you the next page uh, is a, f number four. It says our response. What are we supposed to do? We must individually receive Jesus Christ as Lord. Then we can know God personally and experience his love and plan. A lot of people believe in Jesus, but they have not received him. When I talk to Roman Catholic people, they say, oh, yeah, I love Jesus. I believe him. I say, have you received him yet? Oh, no, not yet. Okay? So don't say you're not Christian. I affirm that they believe in Jesus. Good. But they need to receive him, right? There are many religious Christians around here who have not received Jesus. They give you a right answer, but ask the question, have you received him? So this is about that. How do we receive? receive Christ? But to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And how do we receive? By faith. He says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not yourself. It's a gift of God, not by works that no one should boast. When we receive Christ, we experience a new birth. And keep going. He said, we receive Christ by personal invitation. All right? Just because you are born in a Christian family, you don't become Christian. <laughs> So here, uh, Jesus said, here I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with him and he with me. Okay? So receiving Christ involves turning to God from yourself, repentance, and trusting Christ to come into our lives, to forgive us our sins, and to make us what he wants us to be. Just to agree intellectually that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died on the cross for our sin is not enough nor is it enough to have an emotional experience we receive christ by faith as an act of will the two circle represents two kind of life so if i'm talking to sammy i would say to him the life the circle on the left it says uh, life uh, before i explain i asked him okay circle on the you know on the left is a jesus is a cross represents jesus and there is a chair of prison's throne, and he's on the, a self is on the throne. And on the circle on the right is a, Jesus is inside and, and a self. So I would say, ask, again, stop. You say, uh, what does this passage teach us? Let them tell you what they have learned. It's amazing what they have, they misunderstood or they are giving you right answer. Important is receiving Christ, isn't it? So then you can ask a question about this circle. Very important. Stop here and say, you know, what, does, what do you think about this circle? Let them tell you a little bit. And said, after they tell you, they said, which circle represents your life, by the way? If most people will say, yeah, I'm in between. I'm not sure. I am on the left. That means they are on the left, okay? <laughs> If they say I'm on the right, then ask a question. Can you tell me when was that you received Jesus? 
ask for testimony. The person said, you know, I'm on the left. So to ask the second question, which circle would you like to have represent your life? Okay? So let's take two minutes, read it through to your partner, and ask the question on the circle, okay? Okay, um, let's move on. Sorry, I have to move quickly. You, you're going to read this book many times on yourself, so I'm just showing you how to do it. Uh, then go to the next page. A person says, you know, I'm, I am interested in receive Christ. So you go and show them how they can do that, okay? It says you can receive Christ right now. They don't have to wait for Sunday. You know, don't have to bring the Pastor Rebecca. Say, you don't want to. You can do that too. Yeah, you are an evangelist, you know? Right there. Amen? So prayer is talking. God knows your heart. is not concerned with your words as he is with attitude of your heart. There is a prayer. You read the prayer with them. It says the following prayer, Lord Jesus, I want to know you personally. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving me for my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life and make me the kind of person you want me to be. First, you read the prayer and ask the question, does this prayer express the desire of your heart? If, he says he, if she says yes or he, you pray with them. Remind them that they are not just doing a religious prayer. They're inviting Jesus. It's a decision. You pray with them. Okay? Now, after that you pray with them, you can go to the next page. It says, how to know Christ is in your life. This is a way to affirm that he has received Christ. It says, did you receive Christ into your life? Yes, okay, how do you know? According to Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, opens the door, I'll come in and say, How do you know? A crisis in you? Well, Christ said he would come into your life as your Savior and be friend. You know him personally. Would he mislead you? Would he lie to you? Of course, no. It's a trust, isn't it? Uh, on what authority do you know God has answered your prayer? Because God is trustworthy. My wife, you know, she grew up in a Christian, very Christian home. And she knew all those things in a church, but she never received Christ. When she was in college, somebody came to her knocking her door, and then they talked to her about this booklet. And she said, oh, I know all this stuff. But she, then, she, then she said, do you know there's a picture out there? Jesus is knocking. Have you seen that picture? Jesus knocks the door. And he said, did you see there is a no, uh, what do you call the doorknob on the site where Jesus comes in? My wife, she saw picture hundreds of times, but never occurred to her that Jesus just cannot walk in her life. She has to invite him. And that picture, that day she prayed the prayer, receive Christ. Okay, so it's like our idea is that. So you read through that and gives them a affirmation that Christ is in your life and you talk about how do you know eternal life. You can read those things. Okay, because of time, um, what I want to do that, uh, read this book several times until it becomes part of you. So, and remember, you engage the person in question, okay? Every time you read, stop and answer. You say, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what, do you like, what do you like the best? Why? Engage them, okay? Uh, so that shows love. And don't rush to make person uh, 
received Christ, the job of the Holy Spirit. Now, she asked me some question about when you do that. Good question. Uh, Sometimes you go to people and they, you start reading the book and they say, oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I'll say, you know, I just, just politely say, you know, I just want to share with you how you can receive Christ maybe. Someday you, when you are ready, you know what to do. Can I continue? They say, okay. You're not pushing anything. You're politely asking their permission, right? Don't say if you don't receive Christ, you know. <laughs> Your job is not to push a person to receive Christ. Your job is to show a person how she can receive Christ. Someone told me this booklet, I received Christ after one year. You get me? So people are in a different point of journey. You have planted the seed. If a person uh, not interested, can I leave this booklet with you? You can read it and we can, okay? Next time we can read it. Um, you have a no, not much time, give this booklet. Uh, you can always order more books. Uh, okay, I want to know, at the, look in the back of this booklet. In the, on the bottom, there are some uh, good website. Can you see that? Starting with God.com. Look to Jesus.com. Uh, this is a very good for college student. Every student.com for high school student. All the materials out there in the topic of sexuality and everything will be there because young people are asking the same question. And uh, who is Jesus really.com? So you can direct them to this website too if they want to grow more. Okay? Um, okay, people are, if they are resisting, politely say, let me show you how you can, someday you will be ready to receive, you know what to do, okay? It's not, the people say, oh, you appreciate, you respect their, always has a permission. Say, so most people, if you are nice, polite, they will say, oh yeah, she's nice, let me listen to her, okay? Um, I usually find time, people, a friend, make, set, set an appointment, for, go to coffee or tea with them. Uh, then you don't have to rush through. Okay? So it depends on you. At your workplace, too. Uh, set an appointment, say, I have something to share with you. 10, 15 minutes of your time. People appreciate that. Uh, so, any other questions? Because our time is very coming close. Uh, one more thing, uh, Easter is coming, and I have a life of Jesus in this DVD. There are about 20, about 16 languages, 90% of the languages in Africa are spoken. Shona is not here, by the way. Swahili is here, Arabic is here, uh, Amharic. And so you're going to get one copy or more, even two. Watch it. And pass on to friends, you know. There's English, French also. Okay? Uh, this is a good time, Easter. You know, I say it's the life of Jesus. Would, you know, people like to know. So, this is a gospel of Luke. You are planting seeds. Um, okay, one more, one or two questions, then we can... What are the scenarios you might find challenging? 
if you don't have a book, let, remember last week, Winnie uh, uh, showed you a God Tools app on your phone. You remember that? That has the same booklet also, God Tools app. If you are sitting here, someone in Zimbabwe, you want to share, why don't you say, why don't you down, uh, download the apps and we can talk on WhatsApp? <laughs> you can do that. So don't be, really, you know, the reason I give you a booklet is, so keep in your purse, keep in your pocket, you never know. You go to hospital, you have a sick uncle, you never receive, share with him. Okay? So the Lord will put you into a situation if you are ready. You know, a soldier is ready, combat, right? He doesn't know when the enemy will be there. So they are not enemy, but my point is... <laughs> You never know. Holy Spirit has appointment for you. Because you are ready, you know what to share. Uh, it gives you confidence. This book gives you confidence. You won't remember many things, you know. But the, it, remember, I would memorize it. I know I have memorized in Swahili. I can just give you the entire thing in English. And so it's fun. Uh, what do you think of this approach? Can you do it? Yes. Not only that, those people appreciate you and you're going to learn from them. Go with an attitude of not going to, I'm going to learn from these people. Go with humility, humbleness. If, if they ask you a difficult question, they say, I don't know. Uh, okay? Uh, don't, we don't, we say no. Our love is going to win, not the argument. Uh, you don't need to know much theology, really. Early Christian believers didn't know a whole lot of theology. They didn't even have a Bible. But they knew few truths. They talked about resurrected Jesus. And they shared their faith everywhere they went. Okay? Uh, mother, you have a, you know, you're in nursery with other mother. Perfect time. Instead of talking, talking about this easily. You find natural opportunity. When I was a college student, when I became a believer, I used to make all the appointments with my non-believer's friend for coffee and sit down with them and share with them. Some did, some say no, doesn't matter. We have a saying that success in witnessing is taking initiative, sharing Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. Can you say with me, success in witnessing is Repeat with me. Uh, just tell me. Uh, success, I mean, uh, we can memorize this. Success in witnessing is? Sharing Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. It's so freeing to you. If person says no, you are successful. Okay. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he don't do his job. <laughs> he just do your job, share the message. Okay, so wonderful. Remember, share this and this booklet. Always be ready. I keep in my glove compartment. If you need more, you can always order from a cruise store.com anyway. You can ask me to. Okay, I'm done, Pastor.